She is a huge, huge favorite among Eurovision fans, a reigning queen of Melody Grand Prix from back in 2020. It is Ulrika. Oh, you're making me like all bubbly saying all those things. Oh, it's so good to see you. You look incredible. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've been sleeping a lot the last two weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, that surprises me because I thought you've been so busy looking at your Instagram. How are you staying so fresh? The thing is, I've been super strict this time. Like saying to my manager, at 10 o'clock, I will be sleeping because I need sleep because I do not want to get sick. So I'm eating my vitamins, getting my sleep, and I'm just trying to enjoy everything because I learned in 2020 that you never know how long things will last. <laughs> so I'm just trying to enjoy everything. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you've been through so much from the time you won Melody Grand Prix with the voting drama to Eurovision being canceled um, until now. I'm really curious, what was it like when you went back on the stage at Melody Grand Prix this year? Oh. To be honest, I was super nervous. Uh, my hand was shaking when I turned around to the camera. Honestly, till I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> so it was good to have done it once. Uh, yeah. Just to like get the most of the nerves out because now I've done it, I'm back because before I uh, decided to enter again, I was like debating in, with myself, should I do it again? Because last time I won, you you never know. It's not, it could be someone else winning this time. You never know. So like I was thinking, how will I react to that? How how will I cope with that? And, um, but then I was also thinking like, I can't, me being scared of not winning mm. is not a good enough reason for not coming back because yeah. That's how life is. So, but I was super emotional and, and scared and, and, but most of all happy. And that's why when, when I was done singing and I ran off stage, I just started crying because like three years with emotions just b piling up and everything got out. So I, and, and then I saw Christopher, I just started to cry. <laughs> it's it was, crazy. It was happy tears. <laughs> Yeah, that night I was watching and the camera showed you and Christopher together afterwards. And I thought he looked more nervous and emotional than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was nervous. Like uh, before the show started, he was like walking around doing everything. Uh, <laughs> and we have a saying in Norway that's like, how can I say it in English? But like, you're a crazy hen. It's like you're just walking around like like a chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, with a chicken with <laughs> yeah. its head cut off. Yeah, yeah, a chicken with its head cut off. So Christopher was just like that. Uh, so I think he was a bit more nervous than I was before the show started. But as I started singing, like I was so dry in my mouth, and I was like, oh yeah, I, I so so I'm really looking forward to Saturday because I think like my nerves are a bit more. I'm a bit cooler now. Just, I've, I've done it. I, it's okay. I can do it. Uh, just try, Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to Saturday. And will you change anything with the dress, the staging, the body movement? I I think I, we will have it like a similar uh, show like last time because uh, NRK doesn't have the time or the money to change things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so like the song is written for Pyro. Let's be honest. 
Yes. So, uh, but there's no money for Pyro in the Norwegian <laughs> final. <laughs> so my dream is to go to Liverpool and then have a lot of Pyro. <laughs> You're going to make it rain, girl. Make it rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, But I, I was really proud uh, of how, how it looked in, in the semifinal. And, and I wanted to bring like some of attention, like the lighting and stuff, because I was super proud of attention and I love attention. So I wanted to bring some of the elements with me. Gosh, oh. this morning I listened to the attention remix. The ooze, ooze, ooze. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so good. Crazy. Oh, I and, and I need to to be on the free parties doing uh, attention remix. Oh my god. Will... All of us gays are gonna lose it. <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, in Tron time, of course, the arena is much, much bigger. I'm curious, for you as a singer, when you're in a bigger space, does it change anything about how you feel or how you perform? In a way, it's uh, it makes me less nervous. Mm. Because you can't, see, you, you see the audience, but you don't see them. You're not looking into their eyes. And, and just like they bring such a vibe and like you can feel everyone's like so excited for the show and and because my mic takes up takes up the sound in 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 the audience so like when they start cheering before you sing you hear like in your inner you hear like oh, 8500 people going crazy uh so i love that i love a huge stage but it will be super weird going back to trondheim because it hasn't been there since i won in 2020 so it will probably be emotional like the first time I get on stage and everything I look <laughs> maybe it's a good sign Tron time you have good luck in Tron time I think so maybe yeah I believe that and and it's three times uh 2017 2020 2023 three years in between incredible her time is now <laughs> Um, yes. One thing I wanted to ask you about for sure was last time you did MGP, you wanted to win. This time you return, you have won. Mentally, does it feel like a different game? Does it feel, how does it feel psychologically? In a way, it's been, I think it's been more tough than last time because uh, I expect a lot of things of myself. Uh, and I, I can read online that people are expecting things of me <laughs> like especially this year with the whole uh, auto-tune thing yeah. that's been like super mentally draining for me because uh, I want because if it's not allowed in Eurovision I don't think it should be allowed in MGP like you need to know what you're sending and you need to know because it sounds different without auto-tune but and and I I've been reading like uh, comments online like oh Ulrike will she will be even better than the one singing with autotune and stuff like that so I feel like people are like expecting a lot of me <laughs> uh, but in in the same way I I didn't use autotune in the semifinal because I really just I want to show people like the things you're voting for that's what you will be sending and it's about the nerve. Like when you sing without autotune, it brings a bit of that extra nerve. And especially me doing a ballad, uh, it needs to not be perfect. Because I watched I watched one take with autotune and one without. And uh, it just sounded like I was pressing record on Spotify. And it didn't actually look like me singing in a way live. Mm. So, but I was, but, but the reason why I was considering it was because I don't know how, I didn't know how like, 
if everyone else was using autotune, how would, would it sound with just one or two acts not using autotune? So I was afraid, like, would people listening to it be like, oh, what's what's weird with her number? Like, so, but I just went with trusting my gut, trusting my heart, and um, hmm. I know I can sing. So I was like, fuck, whoop. If I meant, like, oh. Fuck it. I said, fuck it. I will not use autotune. I will trust my voice and that will have to be good enough. Yeah. And I feel like as a viewer, I can sort of tell, like when someone's on autotune, something feels not right. Something It's like a discomfort. Yeah. And I, even if I don't know for sure, but with you, our girl keeps it real. She keeps it real. <laughs> and that's what we love. <laughs> yeah. Now in the song, you speak a little bit of Norwegian. Could you tell our English speaking audience what you're saying? Till evig tid. And that means... Oh, let, let's hear it. Till evig tid? Oh, yeah, tid. Tid, ah, till evig tid. Yes, it's like uh, to forever time. It's like, uh, mm. that's... So So it means forever. And, and like that, I'm singing that in, in the bridge, like till evig tid. I thought it meant forever. So I'm actually explaining what it means. And it's like, in Norwegian, it's a romantic way of saying you and me forever. So it's a poetic way of saying that. Wow. And uh, yeah, so I love, so my dream in the end of the song is like, like the anthem vibe. Can you imagine Liverpool, everyone? Oh my God, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> or it could be beautiful. I, it could be beautiful. Yeah, of course, you're seeing this and you're talking about your dear friend and manager, Christopher. The two of you have been through everything together at this point. I, I wonder, could you just briefly sum up the story for people who may not know what this song is about? Yeah. Well, so in 2020, we lived together and worked together and we were best friends. Uh, we still are, but um, it was a lot happening in 2020. We were winning MGP. There was the voting chaos. At the same time, Christopher's dad was sick with cancer. And uh, we started traveling around with um, the pre-parties and stuff. And then coronavirus came. We were mentally preparing ourselves because we, we saw how everything was going. So we kind of understood quite early that there will probably not be at least a regular Eurovision. So we were like preparing ourselves for that. And the day uh, after that Eurovision got canceled, Christopher lost his dad to cancer. So it was just crazy much emotions in one apartment. And me and Christopher, we are dealing with pain and sorrow in such a different way. I need love. I need to talk. I need to hug. Christopher uh, locks himself away and doesn't want to talk at all. And and at one point, in, he didn't want me to join his dad's funeral. And that, that was so uh, weird for me not being able to be there for him. And I respect him because now we have talked about it. But at that point, I didn't know how to like ask why. So I just, that was for me was like a, a point where I just didn't know how to be around Christopher because you, I, I felt like you don't want me to be a part of your life when important things are happening. So we just stopped talking and... Uh, it was it's like from being like super, super best friends, everything happy happening. And then to that, it was so dramatic. Like we couldn't be in the same room. So I moved out for, for a bit. And then I was walking a lot because I got a dog. 
And Christopher, Christopher didn't want to pet the dog uh, because he was like so she was angry at the world. And uh, I moved out and I was walking a lot and I suddenly realized that I'm losing my best friend. I'm losing one of the person that means the world to me because I'm a, I'm afraid to ask him how is everything going. You know, when people are dealing with uh, death or sickness, you are often so afraid of saying something wrong, making it worse, that it's easier to say nothing. And that's what I did. Mm. So I'm like, looking back, I'm quite angry at myself for not asking and not for being more tough. But I mean, we're all humans and we can only learn. So the song is about that. And and now everything we, we <laughs> in the end, we got to talk to each other. And, and uh, so like the last months, we've been talking a lot about this in media and stuff. We feel like we've been doing couples therapy with the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> We're crying and crying and talking. And like only, I mean, only two months ago, I told him for the first time how not uh, being in his dad's funeral, how that made me feel. So like, this is a, such a huge process for us. And the most beautiful thing about everything is that people are sending us messages saying how much the song means to them, our story, how... Uh, they can relate and how it means something different to different people and getting those messages that's like oh, for me making music is all about that like bringing people together and and it's just um, makes us very very emotional so we've been crying so much the last uh, month <laughs> yeah this but is one song. <laughs> it's like a song the good it's a, about good like how um, it turns out it can turn out good in the end even though like everything is shit at some point. <laughs> yeah, and I think this makes it so universal because it can be about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your lover, your dad, your mother, your friend, whoever. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's a song that means so, so much for us. And especially for me, being on stage, being that vulnerable and the song meaning that much, that was also making like the semifinal so emotional and so mm -hmm. hard. So it's now like I've shown the world, I've, I've been vulnerable, so... On Saturday, I can probably like breathe a bit more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was, I was so happy because um, attention was so good. I was like, how is our girl going to match that? But then you <laughs> did in a different direction. It's still a ballad, but it's a different direction. Were you, when you were writing it, worried that you might create something that was too similar? Or were, were you fighting against that? Like writing this song was so hard. <laughs> Because we knew, we loved attention. We know, knew that people loved attention. And so we were like, the process of writing the song was terrible because we were like putting ourselves in a box. Like we were starting to write, starting to use some words like, oh no, it's not big enough. It doesn't mean enough. No, that's too specific. People can't uh, relate to that in different ways. So it was super, super difficult writing the song, but we were a good team and we used a lot of time. So we like tried so many different things and, uh, but I'm super proud of how it ended up. And I feel like I, I really, really wanted to, it feels like a more like grown up attention. It feels like mm. I've, I've become older and wiser. <laughs> so it just feels a bit more, yeah, it feels really like the right song. And we really, really wanted to add surprise elements um, so that when you're listening the first time, you think you know what's coming and then, Excuse me? What was that? <laughs> yeah, the bridge with the like the anthemic quality. I didn't expect that. And yeah. it makes it more dynamic, more interesting, and it keeps you there. I thought that was so well done. 
Thank you. It's a good writing team. They're so good. And Helge, on, who was doing the tracks. Uh, <laughs> now, one thing I have to ask you about. MGP this year, the way they announce the qualifiers, I feel like I'm watching an execution or something. It is so difficult to watch. How? What was it like for you waiting for them to come up to you? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Like, I could hear my my heart out in my ears. I felt <laughs> my heart in all my... Like, Ulrike, don't go. No, it was terrible. And then you start like thinking like, okay, the person before me did not go through uh, how many people you're thinking and you're like, everything is just a blur. Oh, it was insane. It feels like a horror movie. It, yeah. It's yeah, crazy, but it, it makes it exciting. It's really exciting. Uh, but it was uh, better being home watching the second and the third and being there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good TV, but my God, I want to pray for everybody. It was too much. Yeah. <laughs> And um, another question for you. Do you have any words for the people who've been eliminated? Because it, it's so painful, actually, when even if you don't like the song, when you see someone's dream kind of crushed, what would you say to them? Well, I've been there. <laughs> uh, I, I really feel like you should never give up. I feel like I'm a good example of never giving up because you never know what will happen. Just And uh, be more, just use it as, like an inspiration of like, I was almost there. I should try again. Like uh, it shouldn't be like, oh, now it didn't work. So I'll never be back because uh, you can come back and you can come back. Um, and I feel like the, the fans and everything, like the whole, it's a, it's a big family, Eurovision, MGP. Uh, so people want to come back. So use it as an inspiration and not like, it's okay to be sad, of course, be sad, be angry, but then use it as a motivation. Yes, like in 2017, we tasted Ulrika, fourth place. <laughs> yeah. In 2020, we ate Ulrika. That pie was delicious. Now it's dessert, girl. <laughs> dessert. I love that. And you also love your team. I'm looking at your Instagram right now, and you recently wrote, impossible not to fall in love with this gang, the finest ironing guys that I get to share the stage with the MGP, here from Vixen on Friday. Could you Could you tell us about them, these people? Oh, well, so I have four uh, boys or young men. They're a bit younger than me. <laughs> I'm getting old. Uh, but they are the cutest guys. They're so fun. They're so happy. And the thing, I love how they, because you, of course, you you get nervous. You get like, you're all I'm thinking about, like the last month is MGP. So it's so good be, being with them because they make me laugh. They make me forget like the serious part of it. Uh, so I just love hanging out with them and, and they are, they're just so excited to be a part of everything and so positive. So yeah. my dream is to go to your mission with, uh, with the, those, because the, the guys, because they're just so happy and so amazing. Like they're a super support system. So oh, amazing. And they're so, so fun because, and they're all dancing and happy and they're just, oh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um, our blogger, Anne, she took a video of your rehearsal, dress rehearsal, and I was watching the violinist, his face, and you're going into a big note, and he kind of starts smiling, but he's trying <laughs> not to. The support is so clear. Yeah. Because they are so, they're they're just proud of being a part of it, and they're, like, so supportive of me, and, and, I, and I asked them, like, uh, we were watching uh, my run-throughs and stuff, and I was asking them because they were watching it, and like, what should I do? How? What do you think about auto-tune, for example? And they were like, 
you cannot use that girl. You are too good. No, they're so supportive. And I just love that. So they have my back no matter what. And just just like, yeah, I love them. (laughs) And you also love the children because we recently watched a beautiful performance with the choir group from your old theater group from when you were young. Could you tell us what it was like to reunite in this way? Oh, it was so amazing because we had like, we have a poet in Norway, Trigvisko. So he translated honestly into Norwegian and the words, the meaning is just so beautiful. So when I um, decided to make a video, I really, really wanted to bring the children because I'm proud of uh, where I am from. Like being, um, going to the theater has made me who I am today. So I'm really proud of that. And uh, I wanted to like thank them in a way. And I'm so, uh, so I asked them to, to be a part of it and they, they're just the cutest bunch of kids. It was so cold when we recorded. <laughs> they were like standing there, being all ready and singing so beautifully. And, and they were so like, everyone was so thankful for being a part of it. But I was just so thankful that they wanted to be a part of it. And uh, so like, and then the theater mom, like the, the instructor, she's like, uh, she was like a second mom for me when I was there. So it's just so, and she's, she's so proud of me. And that means a lot. So yeah, it was really, really emotional. And when Christopher was standing in front of me because the song is for him and stuff. <laughs> and the children, 200 children were singing to him. He started crying and that was just a, such a special moment for the two of us. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> Y'all are going to be exhausted by the end of this. Lord, all yeah. the emotions. <laughs> I'm exhausted listening. Yeah. I, my heart is like pumping. <laughs> yeah, we need to have a vacation at some point. <laughs> <laughs> couples retreat after couples counseling. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not sure he needs to be with me after this. I think he needs to be with someone else. <laughs> now, you were recently with someone very, very famous, Frederick Scavlin, the chat show host. I didn't quite understand. What were you guys doing? Uh, we have a podcast or a radio show on Saturdays that's called Saturday Advice in a way. Like you give advices to people sending in like, oh, I'm in love with this person. What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. Different things like that. So uh, we spent like three and a half hours together just trying to give good advice. And he was such a cool man. I've never met him before. He was like, yeah, I, I love that guy. He was so mm. cool. And he was like, yeah, I'm making uh, ice cream from the bottom. I'm like, I'm doing everything like so. Uh, you know, I'm buying a whole animal and like using it all in a good way. And I was like, the good man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's he's sort of my celebrity crush, actually. I follow mm. I followed the show on Instagram. And at first it was just because he was handsome. But then it was because of his humor. And now I just need to unfollow him. In any- <laughs> <laughs> no, you should not unfollow him. It's a cool man. And but he works so hard. <laughs> oh, not as hard as you, though, girl. Not as hard as Ulrika Brand Storp. Do you have a final message for all of your fans going into the grand final of Melody Grand Prix 2023 in Trondheim this Saturday? Yes. I feel like like going for president candidacy because like I'm <laughs> out here getting the vote. No, but I will just say that I'm super, super, super uh, grateful. And thank you so, so much for all the love, all the support. I try to read everything and it means the world to me how much time people uses uh, on me and honestly. Uh, and my biggest dream is to represent Norway in Eurovision. My biggest dream is to travel around meeting all of you guys uh, at the pre-parties. 
my calendar is booked like three parties uh, question mark <laughs> so i'm so ready uh and in a way i don't think i will give up um until i'm there one day i can't die without uh, going to your vision thank you yeah. and it may be <laughs> sooner rather than later she is ulrika the song is honestly if you want her to go to eurovision you have to vote this is how it works don't be lazy don't be complacent pick up the phone and vote for our girl <laughs> <laughs> ulrika tusen tusen tak good